Welcome to the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. This is Colby Wood. And on this podcast, we take a deep dive into medical sales and in particular, orthopedic medical sales, where I do my best to share with you everything that I have learned up to this point and document really the day-to-day sales calls and meetings and interactions I'm having so that you can learn from my experiences and hopefully help you become more successful in your career as well. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Colby Wood with the Medical Sales Certification Podcast, and welcome to this episode. And what I wanted to discuss in this episode is the difference between outcomes-driven decisions and process-driven decisions. And the reason why this is important is because the fundamental issue, I think, one of the fundamental issues that sales reps in general, medical sales reps included, deal with is the ups and downs of sales, right? Like you wake up in the morning, you're feeling good. And then something bad happens. You're down at the bottom and you're like, Oh my God, why am I in sales? Why am I doing this? I suck. You know, I, uh, my boss is going to fire me. I need to find another job, whatever it is. And then something good happens. And then you're back up top of the roller coaster, right? Like people ride this every day and I have ridden this and I still ride this on daily basis, daily basis. That's not a word (laughs) on a daily basis. And, uh, and so what I, the reason that I think this uh, topic is so important is because when the, the more time you spend at the bottom of the roller coaster, the more time you're giving away as a rep not being productive. So when you're at the bottom of the roller coaster, metaphorically speaking, you're giving away time because you're not giving your best effort. You're not, you don't have your foot on the gas at that point. And so why I think this is important is the more you can keep level and minimize the variability in your day, the more productive you're literally going to be. And so I kind of want to outline this and I want to use the example of baseball. Obviously, um, if you guys have paid attention to the podcast, I, you know, I've got a background in baseball, but, um, hitters in baseball are potentially the worst people in the world for this the understanding the difference in outcome driven decisions or behaviors and process driven decisions. And so, um, let me, I'll outline this for you. So a hitter feeling good hitter, hitter goes over four in a day, but hits four balls really hard, you know, four hard outs. He lined out to the, to the shortstop. He, you know, hit one to the right side, hard ground ball that didn't get through, whatever he goes over four, but hits the ball well four times. If you look at that situation from an outcomes-driven decision only, you would say that this hitter is failing. And by definition, technically, yes, he failed four times in a row. He did not get on base. But if you're looking at it from a process-driven decision, he's controlling what he can control as well as he can, or at least in theory, right? He hit the ball well four times in a row. He barreled the ball up. You know, the ball was on the inner half. He got his hands inside, got the barrel on the ball, you know, the ball on the outer, outer part of the plate. He, you know, let it travel a little bit, hit, hit it to the right side. If he's doing everything right within his control, within his swing and his timing and his reading the pitches and, you know, having the right approach to the plate and having the right approach with an 0-2 count and things like that. And he just gets unlucky that those balls don't get, don't fall for a hit. What can happen is you can, number one, either think that you've got to make changes to your swing, or number two, you just lose confidence in yourself because you're not getting the outcome that you want. And what I'm not saying is that you shouldn't 
pursue, you shouldn't be using outcomes-driven decisions. You need to keep both of those in tension. And what I, what I think happens in baseball players as well as salespeople is you get all the way on the side of outcomes-driven decisions or behaviors or thinking, and you're not actually thinking about the process. You're not thinking about what you're controlling. Because in sales, you might have a good pitch. You might have a good presentation. You might be able to handle the objections. You might be able to ask the right questions, the discovery questions. You might be able to identify a need. But for whatever reason, you don't close you know, the last five deals. What you have to, where, where I think you need to agree with me first, is that in the equation of sales, you've got, you know, A plus B plus C plus D plus E plus X, Y, and Z equals a sale. In all the variables that have to come into play on you getting a sale, on you converting a customer, some of those variables are out of your control. I need you to agree with me on that first. So it's luck, it's timing, it's chance, it's, you know, who knows? The doctor woke up on the wrong side of the bed and he's pissed off and doesn't want to have a conversation about your product or, you know, who knows who knows what the, what the variable is. You just have to agree that there are some variables in the outcomes of your sales career that are going to be luck or chance or timing. They're going to be out of your control. If you will grant me that, then what you have to acknowledge is that a process-driven decision, this has been said elsewhere as like systems thinking versus outcomes thinking. And so use whatever you, whatever terminology makes the most sense to you. Process-driven just intuitively in my mind makes more sense. If you will grant me that there are that a portion, and it's hard to quantify what that number is, a portion of your outcomes are going to be based on luck and chance and timing and whatever else that's outside of your control, then you have to begin looking at well, let me take a look at this scenario, even if it doesn't go my way, from the process-driven decision. So let me increase how much time I'm spending looking at the process. Because here's, here's the error that happens. There's two errors that happen if, you're, if you only focus on outcomes. And, and as a side note, I fully acknowledge that in the sales field and in, you know, just like baseball and whatever else, we create the problem because everything is outcomes driven. You know, you've got each, at the end of each month, you've got a sales number to hit. Here's your quota. Did you hit the quota? I don't care how many meetings you set. I don't care how many phone calls you made. I don't care how many demos you did. What is the number, right? Like, so we create that problem. We create the dependency or the focus on the outcomes only. So, you know, I acknowledge that that's part of the problem, but you as the rep, you've got to be able to put yourself kind of you got to pull yourself out of that scenario and focus on the process because by definition, if we look at the equation or we think about abstractly about the equation of how you're going to be successful in sales, it's going to come down to how do you maximize and optimize what it is that you can control? So, you know, do I have my, you know, presentation uh, written out well, or is it a compelling presentation that I'm giving? Do I have a pitch ready to go? If, if a doctor walks in and says, oh, I've only got 30 seconds, are you able to deliver in those 30 seconds? Do you understand the, the discovery questions you should be asking? Do you understand your competitor products so that you can actually sell against them? Do you understand how to handle objections appropriately and overcome those and, and break through the, the objections that are illegitimate and get to the real one? You know, If you're controlling all of that, that should be the primary focus. 
not the outcomes. And it's not the outcomes don't matter. Obviously they matter. But if you're optimizing the process as best you can, then your only objective is to play it out farther. Just have more meetings, have more demos, make more calls. But if you're, um, if you're only thinking outcomes driven thinking and you're not having success and you made four calls today, or you got up to bat four times and you didn't get a hit, but you did everything right. The, what I mentioned earlier, sorry, I got a little sidetracked. What I mentioned earlier, the two errors that are going to happen if you're only thinking outcomes driven is either a false positive or a false negative. Okay. What a false positive means is that I got the outcome that I wanted, but I got lucky doing it. Okay, so in that equation, the luck, timing, chance, I sucked controlling what I could control, but I got lucky and got away with it and got the outcome that I wanted. If you're only outcomes-driven thinking or outcomes-driven decisions, what you're going to do is reinforce bad behaviors, bad habits, because you're going to say, well, this got me the outcome, but you're attributing it incorrectly. You're attributing it to what you did, not the luck. So it's a false positive. And a false negative is you didn't get the outcome you wanted and you attribute it to you and that you sucked. But in reality, you did everything right and the ball just didn't bounce your way. You know, the the customer just met with somebody yesterday and changed the whole dynamics of the conversation. They were, they were excited about your product, but then timing-wise, you know, they had an earnings report yesterday and, you know, it came back that their surgery center is losing money and they can't do it. You know, who knows? Who knows? But what's going to happen in a false negative is you're going to incorrectly go make changes to what you're doing, thinking that you're the problem, when in reality, it's not what you're controlling that's the issue or why you failed. It was just luck. So, you know, the, the analogy that I use with baseball is if your timing's right as a hitter, if your swing is good, if you're getting the barrel to the ball, if you are, you know, reading the pitch well, if you're seeing the pitch well, if you are adjusting your swing based on the count. If you're doing all of that right and you're hitting the ball well and that the hits just aren't falling in, what you what you shouldn't be doing is saying, well, I got to change up my swing. No, what you should be doing is focusing on the process and saying, yeah, I'm doing everything right. All I need to do is keep taking my hacks. And then the averages will fall into place. If you just play it out long enough and you're doing everything right, things are going to turn around for you. And so... Um, that's kind of the idea behind, uh, the difference between process driven thinking and outcomes driven thinking. And I think it's, I think it's very important to keep that at the forefront of your mind, especially in sales, but also in a lot of areas of life. I think there's, there's many areas where you get away with something and then you actually like, you don't even consciously do it, but you reinforce bad habits, bad behaviors, bad decisions because you got away with something one time. And it worked out for you. So the outcome was good or quote unquote good, but what you, but the only reason that it was quote unquote good, was luck. And you actually made the wrong decision or a bad decision or said the wrong thing or whatever. Um, you know, and I think the other, the other piece to this is, uh, you've got to be able to identify what is the outcome you're trying to optimize for. And so I, I actually think about, uh, I forget there was a, there was a baseball player, relatively famous baseball player. And I think I had a, an uncle or somebody uh, said this quote that they heard him say he was, I think he was Dominican. I'm not 100% sure, but I think he was Dominican. Um, and what he said is, for the baseball players down there, what they say is, you're not going to walk and get off the island. Okay. And what that means in baseball terms is, 
when you are at the plate hitting, don't take your walks. Nobody wants to walk. Okay. Your objective is as a baseball player down there is how do I get signed to be a minor league baseball player in America? That's how you get off the island. And what they want to see is bombs. They want people hitting home runs. So what they teach is literally freaking lift and separate. Like you are taking hacks on O2 pitches because you're trying to hit bombs. Nobody cares about your on-base percentage. You know, if you walked four times in a day and your on-base percentage was really high, but you didn't hit any bombs, you didn't have any RBIs, you didn't have a high batting average, nobody cares. And so you've got to understand, like, like not everybody has the same outcomes or the same objective that they're trying to achieve. So you need to, that's why you need to keep both intention. What is the process and what process-driven thinking and outcomes-driven thinking based on what your objective is? If your objective is to go to the league and you're a hitter in the Dominican, you're freaking taking hacks on O2. Whereas in America, if you live in a, you know, a good area where you're going to be seen by a lot of scouts... And you're going to have plenty of opportunities and there's, you know, hundreds of colleges you could go to, to develop as a baseball player. You might just take your walks and have a really high on base percentage and you'd be fine. But if you're down there in the Dominican, you know, this is kind of an ignorant. So I, you know, I'm saying this from an ignorant perspective because I haven't been there, but my assumption of being in the, being in the baseball world and understanding what's going on is if you're down there, you've, you've got your one shot to get off the island from a baseball perspective, you better hit freaking bombs. So then their, their process driven approach is going to be totally different than yours because all they're looking for is hitting bombs. You know, let me get the bottom half of the ball and get the backspin, right? Like (laughs) that's all they care about. So understand that it comes down to what is the objective that you're shooting for? And then how do I keep both of those in tension? Because you need both, right? Like you can't just be process driven thinking because the the problem there they're going to you're going to run into is if you're only thinking that way and you're thinking that well my process is good okay how many sales calls have you made you've made 100 calls and you haven't set a single appointment or you've done 50 meetings and you haven't closed a single customer yeah i i understand you think your process is good you're def you definitely suck <laughs> like like your process sucks if you're over 50 but if you're over 3 there's no way to tell if your process sucks because that just could just be luck. But numbers, the odds are going to play themselves out over time if you are doing well, if you're controlling what you can control. And if you're optimizing the process-driven thinking, you optimizing your process, making sure that you know what you're doing. If you're doing it well, all you need to do is maximize the number of at-bats you get, maximize the number of meetings you have, maximize the number of calls you're going to make, and things are going to turn around for you. But you also have to keep in tension that at some point, I better look at the outcomes and say, oh shit, you know, (laughs) I haven't sold anything and I've had 25 meetings. There's probably a personal issue here. I probably do need to be making adjustments. Same thing with hitters, you know, like you might go 0 for 4 at the plate, hit hit four balls really well. You don't need to go make adjustments. You just need to get, get back up the plate and take your hacks. But if you're 0 for 20 or if you're batting, you know, 150 at the middle of the season, you probably need to make some adjustments, right? So there's there's no perfect answer for it, but it's it's using it's having both of those processes in your mind and being able to keep them in tension and understand when you should be uh, focused on the process and when you should be focused on the outcome and not having false positives or false negatives. You don't want to reinforce bad behaviors because by definition, 
the way that you increase the odds of getting whatever outcome you're, you are aiming for is by focusing on the variables in the equation you can control and just optimize those, maximize those. Do whatever you can in that area and then the luck and the chance and the timing and the random shit that's going to happen is just going to have to play itself out. But control what you can control. So, um, yeah, that's that's kind of the idea and the thinking behind it. I, you know, there's a number of people who have talked about that. And the first time I heard it, it, it really helped me uh, as a mental framework for thinking about what I do in sales on a daily basis. Because, you know, I, I get as frustrated and down on myself as anybody else if I'm not getting the results I want. And what I've realized is, like, if I feel like I've got the right process in place then I don't let failure, quote unquote, slow me down. Like if I have a bad meeting or things don't go my way, but I'm doing the best I can controlling what I can control, I try to minimize as much as possible the down part of the roller coaster. And I just friggin' let's get another meeting on the books. Move to the next one. Just move the hell on. And don't I don't get caught there nearly as much as I used to being so outcomes driven. So... Um, I hope that's helpful as a framework for thinking about what you're doing on a daily basis in sales as well. I think it's, I think it's a very relevant thing to keep in mind in a lot of areas of life that are kind of outside the scope of this podcast, but I'm sure you can kind of think about if you've made decisions that you regret or bad things in your life or, you know, you can, I'm sure you can sympathize and understand uh, if you spend a few minutes thinking about, all right, let, let me focus on let me focus a little bit more on the process-driven thinking and less on outcome-driven thinking. So um, anyway, thanks for listening. We'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Medical Sales Certification Podcast. And as you know, we give all of our content and training away for free. So it would really mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to this podcast and leave us a review. And if you thought that this episode in particular was helpful, consider sending it to somebody you know who you think could benefit as well. Thanks again, and we will see you on the next episode. Bye.